All right, all right, all right. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Evolution of a Killer, the Beginning Podcast here on June 29th, 2021. It's a Tuesday. Hopefully, you guys, we can start it off great. Excuse me, guys. On the last episode I've done of Evolution of a Killer, the Beginning, I did 22 episodes, and uh, episode 22 was actually the end of uh, Evolution of a Killer, the Beginning. And of course, that story will pick up in 2023 when Evolution of a Killer comes out. But in the meantime, I have before you today, I have the murders in Hartsville. So as promised, we're going to go ahead... And I'm going to bring you episode one of the murder in Hartsville. Okay. The place, Hartsville, Illinois. A small town outside of Chicago. In Hartsville... We see the usual, drugs, gangs, murder, and robbery. In this town, back in 1972, a crime that shook the east side of town has never been solved. These murders are such a shock because the couple was very known in the neighborhood. The old man who fought in World War II as a fighter pilot he could have been one of the Tuskegee airmen but he only flew once he spent most of his time on the ground further becoming a sergeant in the army Cletus McAmey a strong man who loved to fight for his country however Cletus was hurt in one of his missions and suffered from a bullet to the lower back. The bullet did not paralyze Cletus, but it was enough to put him out of the war. Angered by his injured angered by his injuries, Cletus became a difficult man. He was no longer the loving husband his wife remembered. He was angry, controlling, and frightened by the sounds of firecrackers, doors slamming, and gunshots that rang out in the middle of the night. It is safe to say that Cletus might have suffered from post-traumatic stress disorder, but he never wanted to be tested. Cletus had too much honor and self-respect to be conquered by a mental disease. So he thought. Cletus was married to Mary McAmey. Who was known in their neighborhood. Mary worked as a medical assistant at the doctor's office. And in Chicago. And she also helped people 
who struggle for food, a place to live and find and work. Mary always wanted to help those in need because she felt as though everyone deserved a good life and a good place to live. Mary also was taking care of her granddaughter who came to live with her the summer of 1970. Mary's granddaughter Gloria and her husband Mary's daughter Gloria and her husband Thomas were on their way home one night and Thomas had a little too much to drink. As they were riding down the highway Thomas fell asleep at the wheel swerved into oncoming traffic shaken by the sudden jerking movement Gloria is awakened by Thomas' actions Thomas Mary screamed as they swerved into a oncoming traffic but soon as they went back into their lane they were met by an 18 wheeler doing 80 miles an hour the truck slammed into the back of their car and put both of them through the window the doctor said that they were hit so hard that their bodies broke the seatbelt strap and their heads impelled the windshield. The accident was so bad that they showed it on the news for a week. After hearing the news of her daughter's death, Mary broke down. She could not believe she lost her only child. The blow was too much for Mary. However, Mary was left with one more special gift, her 16-year-old granddaughter, Gracie. Gracie was the only child of Thomas and Gloria. She was given the life that many of the children in her town were not given. Gracie had everything she wanted, nice clothes, shoes, and plenty of jewelry. But what Gracie wanted was a life in Chicago. Thus, Gracie always pretended that she was a regular girl from the streets. Further, Gracie even went as far as telling her friends that she was adopted and never met her real parents. Gracie would tell her friends that her parents found her on their doorstep and fell in love with her instantly. When a friend would tell her she looked like her father, she would tell them, well, you heard if you stay with someone too long you start to look like them thus her friends believed what Gracie told them and accepted her as an abandoned rejected neglected 
and pushed aside teen who may have been killed if no one would have found her lying on the steps. Even during the funeral of her parents, Gracie spent most of her time laughing with friends and cracking jokes on the makeup job done by the funeral home. Gracie clowned so hard until Mary stepped in. What is your problem? This is your parents' funeral and you're acting like a fool, girl. Listen, I don't need to feel bad because everyone else is sad. I'm okay, and if they were home, I wouldn't be here. What in God's name is wrong with you? This is your mother and father lying in there, and the only thing you can do is sit out here and laugh about how they are positioned in their caskets and laugh about how their makeup is done. You are wrong, Gracie. Give me a reason why I shouldn't send you to to live at a boarding home. A boarding home. What is that? Are you trying to send me to a shelter? See, this is why I tell people, you are not my grandmother and they are not my parents. Because y'all always trying to send me off and put me out. Gracie, you need to go to school. Gracie, you need to do your work. Gracie, Gracie, Gracie. I am tired of all of this shit. Little girl, watch your mouth. Or this is going to be the death of you. Now, you will stop it right this minute. And you will not say another word until this service is through. Do you understand? No, I don't. Do you understand, Gracie? Yes, I guess. No, it's yes. Now, carry yourself inside until the service is through. Gracie and Mary head back into the funeral service. Mary closes out the evening with a message to her daughter. Excuse me, everyone. My granddaughter and I had to have a moment. I want to start by saying I want to thank all of you for coming out on behalf of me, my husband, who couldn't make it this evening and my granddaughter Gracie who goes alone after losing both of her parents to such a horrific accident an accident that took my only child her loving husband at this moment I would like to say a poem I wrote to my daughter just last night the poem is titled Going Home Alone 
Going home alone without me, Gloria, is something I never pictured. Going home without me is nothing I could have visioned. My heart is torn because I am burying my first and only born. But as I mourn, I must go on and on. I will try. I will not have a nervous breakdown. I will not pause in the darkness and I will address your last, your loss with a happy voice because you're going home alone. Gloria, do not cry because mommy will join you soon. And when I look at the moon, I'll send you a kiss. I'll be there soon. All right, guys. There we go. Episode number one. I know it, 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 it was getting good. I know how it is, guys. But we got to come back to this next week. Um, I wanted to bring this guys to you guys early in the week. Because I have another, like I said, to, I, just, like, I just got rid of, excuse me, as I fumble over my words. I just got rid of finished doing Evolution of a Killer. The beginning, and I wanted to bring this to you guys early in the week. But we'll start this weekend with part two. And then next weekend, we'll do part three. So you get two episodes this week. So look out for that. that that'll be nice. Let me know what you guys think about it. Um, Hopefully you follow an evolution of a killer on Twitter or Instagram. If you're not, I implore you to go uh, follow Evolution of a Killer on Instagram and Twitter. Check out Evolution of a Murderer on Facebook. Check out and subscribe to the Evolution of a Killer YouTube page. I'm about to do a lot of things on that YouTube page as well. Once again, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. And guys, hopefully I'm coming through clearer. I got I got me a new mic now. And if you want to help build this podcast, build up Evolution of a Killer and, you know, help the journey and help on the journey, I have a Patreon for Evolution of a Killer. And you can find that Patreon on YouTube, the Evolution of a Killer YouTube page. You can find it on Twitter or on Instagram. You can find that uh, Patreon or you can go to Patreon.com and Look up Evolution of a Killer, and you should see the Patreon there. But I definitely want to employ you to go check out the link. And I got the Evolution of a Killer Patreon on Evolution of a Murderer as well. Guys, share this podcast. Let's try to get it to at least 100 monthly listeners. And let's try to get to at least 1,000 by the end of the year. So once again, thank you guys for listening to Evolution of a Killer, the beginning podcast here on this Tuesday, June 29th, 2021. Hopefully you guys have a great rest of your week. And we'll see you at the weekend. Peace.